0: Good day everybody, Taskmaster forty four fifty here. Putting together another video for everyone. What I'm gonna talk about today is a continuous continuation of my video yesterday and how fast things are progressing technologically. And I think this is a very, very important point. And I'm gonna focus this discussion on this concept of Web3 and and more importantly on the idea of the network state, the changing of our governance system and a lot of other pieces that go along with this. I came across a number of videos today that talked about how we are seeing incredible change, and most notably, the introduction of certain things yesterday in the generative AI field that have people astounded. And if you watched any videos pertaining to the OpenAI release, And you see what they're able to generate through prompts, essentially text, to video. It's it's incredible. And what this has done is this has put a lot of people on high alert. I've been talking about this for some time. And I I was getting blowback. I was getting pushback. I had discussions because I was writing articles during the Hollywood strike, how they were done. They're cooked. And when they came to a settlement, it's like, well, see, they're protected. They're not protected. Because I knew how fast AI is going, generative AI. Now, you're not going to create feature-length films using this yet, but in another two years, maybe that's possible. The point being, is all of a sudden a lot of people have woken up and said, wow. Things are really changing. Now, I have another piece to this, which is very interesting. There's a guy I follow who is very knowledgeable about AI. He's a technical guy. He has worked in the technology field. He has no problem telling you about what's going on with with AI systems, AI models. He's designed a lot of things himself. I mean, this guy has a pretty good grasp. And he started to, it finally dawned on him. And he put together a series of videos, which, quite frankly, are pretty nauseating, about his accepting of the fact that he may be out of a job. And he had to video. Now, he hasn't been fired yet, but he wanted to document the process he went through with this mentally and accepting-wise and all this other stuff. Here's a guy who knows about AI, and he actually is very aggressive with his predictions on AGI, far more aggressive than most I've seen. He's not surprised about anything that's taken place, yet he was in denial of of the potentiality of job loss. It's it's just mind-blowing. It's absolutely, truly mind-blowing. What all of this means is no matter how naive you are, or, or let me phrase it this way, no matter what your source of being naive, and it's all over. Very few study the pace of technology. Here is a guy, the second guy I just messaged this is a guy who knows tech. He knows this stuff. He's a coder. He's designed these type of systems. And he totally missed the elephant in the room. Well, people are starting to wake up. And it's the denial is being cast aside. People are asking, what am I going to do if I lose my job? What am I going to do if I get automated out? They realize that in certain fields, it's coming very quickly. You have no defense. Especially if you're in an industry which is not heavily regulated And what you do has no impact in the areas of safety or security. None. If you are in that realm, you are cooked. That's what AI is going to eat first. If you are in the medical industry, heavily regulated. If you're in teaching, heavily regulated. If you're in... Certain parts of manufacturing heavily regulated. No problem there. Yeah, I mean, not that there's no problem. It will take a while for there to be a problem. Truck drivers actually are protected. Why? Because as I've said, if we had full self-driving, if we had autonomous vehicles, all of a sudden somebody came out and said we solved it today. It's going to take a number of years before that even gets to the point where the regulators approve it. Then you got to get enough vehicles on the road with that capability to replace all the fleet that's out there. That's going to take a long-ass time. But script writers, forget it. If a prompt is creating a scene, What happens when you have the capability of taking four or five or six prompts, putting them in, creating scenes, and stringing them together, which they're already doing. They were already doing where the scenes would run into each other. So it's already in its infancy. It didn't make much sense. It was kind of, oh, well, that's neat, but you never would use it as, let's say, a TV show or a movie. But again, that's today. So what what the hell does this have to do with the network state? What does this have to do with Web3? I'll tell you. Because when people stop being so naive, when people start to wake up to the fact that technology is going very quick, when people wake up to the fact that Our existing basis of society is going to be totally altered by technology. And in a short period of time, much quicker than people are expecting. They're open to ideas that we've been talking about. They're open to the idea. See, I've been writing for, I don't know, maybe a year now. Maybe it hasn't been quite that long. But... When I took a look at income capital, money made from labor, our work, that's going away. So how do you compensate for that? This is what society is going to have to grapple. With. And we've heard a lot of bullshit and we've heard things about the robot tax, UBI, UBS all these other things through the governments, And to be honest with you, they're, you're going to end up seeing that just because, if for nothing else, governments are going to try to maintain the relevance. So that's going to be part of the, the solution simply because the bureaucrats and politicians need to be relevant, at least until their asses are replaced. So then you get a situation of will this work? How do you pay for it? All other kinds of issues. And then the political debate and all the other stuff. So how does this unfold? In my opinion, how it unfolds is income capital is replaced with staking capital. See, you don't have any stake in your country. You think you do, you have nationalism, you have maybe national pride, you have all that crap, but it is crap. Because there's nothing that captures the value of the nation, of the economy. Nothing captures it. It's not tokenized. So what you have is you have an expansive economy, <clears throat> which may Benefits you indirectly: you get a job, more companies are hiring, you get a raise at work, your business does better, whatever. Your assets go up in value, whatever. But those are indirect, and of course, they may or may not take place. Depend on your job, depend on your field. Just because the overall economy is doing better doesn't mean your industry is doing better. Your industry may suck, or your company may suck. Or your geographic region may suck. Economy was doing pretty good for a lot of years in cold country and like West Virginia and areas like that. So Southern Ohio, they sucked. Why? It was cold country. So when I look at Web3. And I look what's happening with technology the pace of it going is suddenly going to open up some people's eyes to the potentiality. See, when you're naive, when you have your head in the sand and you don't understand the pace things are going at, and I've said this before, I started this quest of watching this stuff in 1999 so this is a pretty much a full quarter century of watching technology watching the hype cycles watching the s-curve watching a metric if you will albeit informal that i kind of devised that allows me to track the pace of some of this stuff And if you look at the, another thing that I've done is I've looked at the cycles of technology and the impact on society. And even though technological advancement is steady, the impacts on society are not, they're not spread evenly. They go through cycles. And we just came out of a 20-year cycle where the impact of technology Pales compared to other cycles. It was a down cycle. We didn't have great impacts to society. People say mobile. Mobile wasn't new; it was a convergence. And yes, mobile changed things. And that may be about your only thing. Then you go and say streaming. Well, streaming, yeah, it's nice, but you're still watching. Tel- t- you're still watching a video on a screen. Didn't change all that much. Change the distribution, but that's about it. You want to go back to the last cycle? Do you know how the copy machine changed the office? Do you know how the copy machine changed the amount of information we had, the distribution of information, the storage of information? What about gaming, in-home gaming? Do you know what that did? What did that do to arcades, video arcades? What did it do to the culture, to where teenagers hung out? To safety. What about the personal computer? What about the mobile phone? What about the internet? What about digital camera? What about cable television? Do you know 40 years ago, there was really, I mean, maybe it was around in some UHF or some wacky stage. There wasn't a home and garden channel. There wasn't the history channel. There wasn't you know, court TV. There wasn't all this stuff because there wasn't cable. You had ABC, NBC, CBS. You may have had a local Fox chase channel. You had PBS. And that was about it. Done. And some of your channels, by the way, like at midnight, they went off the air. I moved to Atlanta one time, midnight channel went off the air for like five hours, six hours, just with snow on the screen. This was in the 1990s, not the 1950s. So anyway, the network state is now a believable reality because people are going to start waking up to this idea that automation, digitization, software, networks, especially digital networks, are changing everything they're changing everything and you see the other areas failing miserably and when in this discussion what I mean is the nation state the governments, politicians bureaucrats all these jackasses who are basically losing the confidence of the population and it's not a right wing or left wing; it's all. Of them. People do not have confidence in any of these jackasses. And bureaucrats now are stepping up, and they're proving their, um, basically their their inability to to do anything. They all excel at the law of unintended consequences. And the calls for AI governance will start to take place at some point, too. But before we get to that, these ideas of the network state, these ideas of network-based companies, these ideas of the information economy are going to keep spreading. It's going to keep growing. And more people are going to grasp onto it. If you think... The next five years are going to resemble what the last 15 did. I got news for you. They're not. They simply are not. Five years from now, which puts us, what, 2029? You can bet your ass there will be robots in factories. You can bet your ass the software we're dealing with is going to be a lot more powerful than what we're dealing with today. You can bet your ass there's going to be material science breakthroughs that revolutionize how we do stuff. What, what we use, how we build them. See, none of this operates linear. The better these systems get, these AI systems, generative AI, and whatever else you have in there, machine learning, the more it changes everything. The more it changes the material science, which didn't change in the material science, affect our manufacture, affect our construction, uh, affect all of that. And it just keeps growing and snowballing. Hope everybody has a great day. We'll catch you next time.